so much to talk about. You done your homework? You lazy shit. I like that. We should see more of that. Had you heard that one before? No. Let's, let's, I think we're ready to get on with it, Dennis. Let's uh, let's dig in. You're live from the ballot counting room floor. Yeah. Thank you for yes. for tuning in tonight. Yes. And yes. Yes. Buttoning your shirt all the way up. The uh, so you cast, must. The numbers. You, Quite surprising I mean, results, and and I gotta I, I gotta say that this is what I th- predicted. The people on the news this morning would say: number one, the polls are wrong. Number two, the pundits were wrong. Right. Number three, the quality of candidates matter. And damn. If aren't those tautologically exactly true? Like, isn't, aren't those always true? Aren't uh, the polls always wrong? I don't remember them. And the pundits as well. Um, what was the first one? <laughs> the oh, polls. No, no, the no, pundits. no. That's not the case at all. Not the case at all. Sure For feels many, like many, it. many years, the polls were very accurate, and uh, they, they, they're, they're unable, like an evaluation of, of, I've talked about this before, when you're evaluating a system right. and wondering whether the system works, the question is how many moving parts? And somebody says, well, 65, 65 moving parts. And we're going to evaluate the impact of the system. And, and, and the first question the researchers ask is, um, so of the 65 things, which one or two do you think matter most because that's what we'll value we can evaluate one thing at a time we can probably have time for a couple and the answer is that doesn't work they're interactive it is that you can't separate one from it's multivariant if it's working who gives a fuck just talk about the out the the change uh, of outcomes you don't have to have cause the machine is working to the finite variable but anyway um <laughs> yeah i mean is, and this is what's happened here and like the pollsters know to correct the polls because it's like uh it's like if you take a if you take a measurement uh of some of of something every every morning and it turns out that you're actually you know a few degrees wrong uh, consistently, then you know that the next time you take that measurement, you need to adjust it a few degrees to get what you imagine the actual truth to be. Right. And the the pollsters all know to skew um, uh, things or to, to fix what they imagine are the inherent uh, biases of their, of their polls. Like the fact that if you're calling people on landlines to to ask them who they're going to vote for, you're not going to get a lot of uh, the under thirty crowd. Well, the the, the the more general view is that it's just not representative, right? Exactly, and, and, and including but not limited to, of course, young people. But in this case, much to your point, one of the more surprising aspects of the election that turned out great numbers once again and broke last 
elections numbers, which broke all records up to then. So once again, Democrats out in droves, and this time, young people. And those young people will not be fooled by commercials that said crime is terrible. They're like, well, I don't really see that. The inflation thing is a big deal, but they know because everybody's told them. Told them Jesus. Holy shit. My calendar fell off my shelf. Um, everybody's told them, and they believe it based on their own observation because they, they're, they're plugged in. They know more about the news than any generation. They plugged know in, that, in fact, democracy in. was at stake. Yep. So they turned out in, in, in numbers and they realized uh, Hillary Clinton lost Michigan by exactly two people, two votes Jesus. for every precinct in the state. Wow. So the, the grab three people, grab 10 people. And, you know, I did three twice. I think I ended up with five people that I've talked to. And you grabbed five people? Made ballots to and, and all that. Was it consensual? Um, what's that? Was it consensual when you grabbed these people? <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. And so anyway, the, the outcome, of course, is that Fetterman wins Pennsylvania early in the night. Nobody would have predicted, but Pennsylvania is going to take weeks to figure it out. No, no, new new Democratic governor of Pennsylvania, new senator. Who's a dude, man? Fetterman. I mean, how how awful is uh, Oz, Dr. Oz, if a dude who suffers a stroke and has trouble speaking during the debate ends up winning by a sizable margin with Oprah Winfrey? Right. <laughs> In his camp. And, oh, yeah, there was this young, skinny dude named uh, Barack Obama who came to, to, to see the people in Pennsylvania. Nice. Um, and, and so the, the but here's here's the thing is that there were 210 uh, candidates that were running who were deniers. And not to act like this was it was just Democrats over 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 uh, powered the predictions by a margin, but they're still going to lose the house. And out of the 210 people that have been called, who were the races that have been called, who are deniers, 150 yeah. of them won Ugh. and 60 lost. So more than, you know, more than double the number one who lost. So people are, are given uh, Trump a, a postmortem and Ron DeSantis who is the man of the hour because he delivered Florida in a margin that's been unheard of in modern political history. He got Latino vote. He got the African-American vote. He got women vote. He got young people. It was a landslide. Every single state office in Florida now is run by a Republican. Every oh, one, not a Democrat amongst the bunch. What could go wrong? And so uh, as Trump called him, Ron DeSanctimonious, <laughs> and apparently Trump is furious about all the attention that he uh, uh, that uh, uh, DeSantis is getting, where the people who Trump endorsed, particularly some of the big ones, with the exception of J.D. Vance, the author who wrote yeah. Hillbilly uh, Elegy, Elegy, I guess you say it. Um, well, if, if you're a hillbilly, maybe you say Elegy. <laughs> It's something, but I heard people say. So what happened with lazy. the Vance? He's lazy. 
that he didn't want to work. He hardly wanted a campaign. Uh, But at any rate, he won, which is notable, but a lot of the other notable ones did not. And one of the things that Lindsey Graham said today, quotable quote in this morning, of course, he knew it would blast everywhere. Well, it certainly wasn't a Republican wave. And they're calling it a Republican trickle. But the downside is you got 150 people in Congress who are deniers. That's a lot of people. The House is going to go to the Republicans. The Senate, they probably are going to end up with a two-person majority, including Kamala Harris as vice president for, for tiebreakers. Because um, Fetterman won. And the one race that everybody was saying, once again, it's Georgia. It's Warnock, you know, the current senator, and, oh, man, Herschel Walker. You know, the reason that there's pollution is because the air in China moved over here, and our air, there was no room for our air, so our air went over there where they have our air and we have their air, and that's probably what caused COVID. What the what? Herschel well, Walker. He needs so to be. That's going to be a runoff. In the highest Neither office one, of the in, land. In, in, in Georgia, logic. you got to have 50% or you, you got to have a runoff. And some asshole third party candidate got 2.1%, I don't know, 45,000 votes, which of course would have put Warnock or either one of them for that matter over the edge. But you can bet that if somebody voted for a third party candidate, Who's more libertarian minded? That they certainly aren't going to vote for a Republican in the re, in the in the reup on December sixth. Warnock won more votes. He's up by six points. It just isn't enough. He didn't have a plurality. Plurality. So that means that that's going to go. And I think it's paralogy. Paralogy. Elegy. <laughs> anyway. Well, anyway. What an exciting week. So. Are the are the deniers that lost going to accept that they're lost? Um, I mean, isn't the whole point of being many, an election denier? Probably so not. That you, I mean, there were a hundred lawsuits filed in some of the key states uh, before the election, and including um, some efforts to stop the election or to extend it. You know, all many of which didn't. Uh, have favorable uh, court decisions, but most of which are still pending. And so, when sounds like sounds like Christmas for uh, for constitutional lawyers. Well, except that the deniers actually have a hard time finding lawyers, because if the stuff that that the deniers say are put into a court document. That means that they're liable to determine whether or not it's truthful or not. You can say anything you want in your First Amendment, but when it comes to law, if you're uh-huh. defaming or you're, 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 or you're uh, uh, fraudulent, fraudulent you, you're in trouble with the law. And so when Trump filed his papers for his, some of his court cases, they, never, they didn't repeat his lies. Right. And it was it was notable, you know, uh, you know, like what Trump is saying. They didn't say that. Reason is, is because they know it's a fucking lie. Is you that know, why you refuse to do this podcast under oath? <laughs> 
there's a uh, there's a release from the from the from Mother Jones that that is worth a minute of your time, and it it is a uh, uh, up up till now up till last week, uh, uh, unavailable recording video recording of Trump at a deposition um, about his crooked fucking university, and uh, he takes the fifth. Uh, 400 sometimes and uh, the, it's so tedious though I mean but the looks that he makes and the and the pouting and the stuff it is just it was like did you not know you were being filmed you fool I have found this document uh, it's from September 18th 2020 really yeah and it's, so, but recently released, though. Uh, no, I mean, I think that's when this article was released. What? Uh, it, well, this was just on my feed, too. You know, it, like like it, last week. It's it certainly a bunch of pouty Trump with video uh, stuff in it. Hold on, maybe there's a newer one. Uh, 2021, 2020. No. Well, well, Mother Jones. Anyway, anyway it's probably not it. the only one where he's pouting and <laughs> carrying on. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not sure where we're going with all that. But um, the legal, the legal maneuverings, you know, the the what what the pundits are saying, and and now they're informed by the election, so they're a little smarter now <laughs> than they were before. Now they know, and now they say, well, what what happened? Why did we get it wrong? And one of the reasons they got it wrong is, is because there were so many young voters. They didn't count on that. And, of course, the polling didn't reflect them. Right, and exactly. My point from before is it's hard to poll young voters because unless you're on TikTok, uh, you know, ha having them swipe left or right on a, on a candidate, like, how do you, how do you get at there? How do you get their attention? And, you know, Barack Obama got their attention. His, um, the hit on his video is in, is in, is in the millions. And you imagine that, you know, people, people, the rumor got around, Oh, you see that Barack Obama, it's funny. He's funny. Yeah. You were talking about that and, last, and, last week. Uh, and you should see the corner shot he makes in the, in the opening. You should see the corner shot. And, um, as a woman yelled out to him at one of his rallies, you're so fine, you know, and he turned it into a thing, you know, and he said, there we go. He said, <laughs> and he looked at the crowd and he said, she's right. <laughs> and to, to thunderous applause. And as people said and commented, how can you be that cool? Commented, I mean, he's joyful. Right. It's, he's not, he's not a buzzkill. He's joyful. And it made a difference. Um, and so, but not to, not to say, uh, it, it certainly wasn't like the, you know, the worst of the worst where they turned over 63 seats and, you know, in the house and, and right. 12 in the Senate or whatever, 1996 or whenever, but, but still at the end of the day, the house is now Kevin McCarthy is likely to be the speaker of the house. There's already been seven resolutions filed to impeach Biden. It's in campaign promises. The deniers are going to push it. The House can pass a resolution now with a majority, and it's going to happen. Right. It's going to happen. He, Biden will be impeached in the House. On what and charges? The Senate, controlled by the Democrats, will respond, and he'll be found innocent. 
but it, it or they won't they won't uh yeah found innocent that's that's the way to say what it. are the what are the reasons for impeachment? yeah just well one one being that, a liberal? That you, it, there are many but one that you can instantly recognize as reasonable is the way that he managed afghanistan in the pullout and you know lives at risk and and people dead and it ended up with arms many many arms in the in the uh, uh, company of the uh, of the the enemy and uh, that oh, okay uh, but our our mistakes impeachable offenses well there's um, well it's not a court of law where you have to show intent right if 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 there if anyone can quote a law resolution or a standing of some kind that basically says that listen you can't when you make decisions that end up with people dead and you were advised not to do that and you didn't come to congress you just did it on your own there are consequences and it's legitimate for the House to raise those consequences, and it's certainly legitimate for the majority to say, you know, we think this rises to the case of impeachment in today's world. Right. Impeachment was two or three times, but it's been invoked again and again and again in mo most modern history, uh, more times than anyone knows, because a, a lot of the old, the, in back in the day. Uh, Is it just going to be... Is it just going to be a given now that if the yes. if the opposition party holds yes. holds yeah they're going to be yes. impeached? It's, it's the new it's the new uh, it's the new normal. You know the 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 history of this is you harken back to the Civil War where there was a boundary to defend. Here, there's no boundary. Here, it's it's ideological and it's philosophical and. Um, it actually makes me think, because the other thing that uh, first is a premise to what I think is uh, another point is that what the pundits got wrong was independence. Independence came out in droves and said, you know what? I'm going to vote Republican when it makes sense. And when it isn't, I'm not going to vote Republican. I'll either withhold my vote or I'll vote for a Democrat. Georgia being a case where Kemp, Brian Kemp, engaged in the, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the big lie and withstood the big lie as governor and said, you know, I'm glad that Raffsenberger, my secretary of, of state, stood his ground. Raffsenberger was soundly reelected a Republican and the governor soundly reelected double digits against Stacey Abrams, African-American woman, wonderful speechifier, yes. uh, without a lot of government experience. And, 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 and I, certainly supported her and one of the few candidates I actually sent money to. But she she lost in double digits in the same state, on the same ticket, right. is Herschel Walker running against Senator Warnock, who's a well-spoken minister, who served in Congress for two years quite admirably, very intelligent, very kind, very honest, and Herschel Walker, an anti-abortion candidate, who it comes to find out, yeah. two women came forward and said, he paid for my abortions. And a third woman said, he tried to make me get an abortion. And they had the receipts, canceled checks, a get well card. Hope you're feeling better. You know, and yeah. in spite of all that, but, but here's my point, then I'll stop. While the governor ran double digits 
Herschel Walker is behind. That's because discerning independents and discerning Republicans said, I'm splitting my ticket. I'm not going straight Republican because I'm not going to vote for Herschel Walker. And now that forces a runoff. And in that runoff, the Republicans are going to say, I didn't vote independents. I didn't vote from the first time. I'm certainly going to vote from now. Right. And the third party candidates out of the picture, that's some 35, 45,000 votes. And the only thing that can happen to Walker, Herschel Walker, is bad. More women will come out. More things will come out. And Trump, who has not shown his face in Georgia because his negatives in Georgia are higher than almost any other state, because of Raffsenberger and Kemp who said, fuck this, we're not going to let you over to, no, we're not going to find 11,180 votes. Yep. Fuck you. Famously. Right? And Kemp, who, who wasn't a denier. And so Warnock's going to win. That's my prediction. And that means that the Senate will end up with uh, two votes. We'll see what happens in Nevada. We can talk about the Arizona governor's race, too. That's a blast. So you would say that in in Georgia, it was sort of like an Independence Day. That's a good. That's a good point. Because all the independents, I see you're reaching toward clever, and I, I I admire your your you're trying. Yeah. Well, I I I love that because I was super uh, skeptical, pessimistic, pessimistic, skeptical that that if. If if my motivation is to get the Republican agenda passed at the federal level, I want a doofus fuck like Herschel Walker to be there uh, just like being like, yeah, okay, whatever you guys tell me to vote, I'll vote that. Just voting, you know, without thinking because he's not a great thinker, it seems like. Um, and if I want the Republicans in charge of Congress to have as many votes as they, as they can, I would vote for a dumbass, even oh, though sure. he's a hypocrite, whatever. Uh, and, you know, bless these people that, uh, that have a, have a soul and yeah. a sense of, uh, right and wrong that can see that this minister guy that's probably going to vote more straight Democrat, which is, you know, if I'm a Republican or if I lean Republican, that's going to be against me. But if, if Herschel Walker so disgusts me as a, as a human that I'm willing to vote for the other person, then, you know, good on those people. Well, and what's interesting about this is that you can you can estimate the number of Republicans. All you got to do is look at the difference in the vote count between Brian Kemp and Herschel Walker. And if that's 30,000 or 40,000 or 10,000, it doesn't you know, really matter. It's all, you know, the number's the number. But those that's the number of Republicans who voted. And in, in, in Georgia, you got to pull a lever. And, and you don't do, there's no straight party. You got, you, you know, so they went Republican Kemp. They went 
maybe skipped Walker or voted for the independent. Right, right, Maybe right. they voted for Warner, but then they went Republican, Republican, all the way down the line. You have to make a decision Walker on every single may be one. the only one. Right, I love it. And and so it's it's they they're in 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 and a lot of that may be young people who say, you're not, I'm you're don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> you know, uh, Kemp Kemp wasn't a denier. You don't smell like Kemp, Chinese over here. So if the Chinese air is over here, <laughs> oh, some of the stuff Walker has said, uh, you know, and he the close of his campaign, he never apologized for his. Uh, no, his, people like his, that don't apologize his abortions but he he did start talking about redemption and it had a favorable impact but here's the thing is that there are a number of republicans who who like camp at the top of the ticket and they said you know what i hate fucking democrats and hersha walker's kind of a dumbass but you know what we need some normal dumbass people, and, and I'm never going to vote for Democrat. Right. They voted for Herschel Walker in fucking droves. Sure. In droves. Now, are they going to come out again on December 6th? Are they going to do that again? Here, here, here's here's Exactly, the exactly. That's a, that's the, a great point. The, the, the people who are motivated, right? The people who are motivated are the people who 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 give a shit about uh, truth to some degree and because Trump stayed away can you can you imagine that Trump will not stay away there's only one assuming things happen the way they seem to be happening there's only one runoff in the whole United States it's two months that's where all the news is going to be do you think that Trump doesn't want to show up in Georgia of course. even though he's got negative ratings well, but because that's the only runoff, I think Fox News is going to be uh, trying their best to motivate all those people that are never Democrat to show up. So, well, I'm not I'm not sure what the temperature of Fox News is, but I know I've seen some news that um, they have uh, said many things across the different shows, very favorable to Ron DeSantis. And there's an awful lot of Republican pundits. If you want to look at a clip that's that's uh, interesting, look at the the guy who won the uh, lieutenant governor's uh, who's the lieutenant governor. Uh, what state? What state? What state? Shit. Uh, uh, Ohio. Uh, Ohio. You're right. How'd you know? Did you look it up already? I pulled a state out of my ass. Oh, okay. Well, it was Ohio, Lieutenant Governor. And what he said was, look, Donald Trump needs to be in the rearview mirror. The people who are true conservative Republicans have had enough of the circus. And we want to move on. The reason that Warnock could become the next senator is because the candidate that Donald Trump picked, Herschel Walker, personally, called him is such a flawed candidate that we very well could lose that. We want to see Donald Trump in the rearview mirror. Huh. I, I mean, I prefer him with his stupid quips in the history books, but we'll see. 
Well, it's it 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 was a it was a Republican ripple, and the you know here here's the thing: you hear all this shit about Biden and his favorables are so bad. Well, his favorables are forty six percent. His favorables were thirty six percent. They went up, and one of the reason they went up is because he made the case along with, oh, just a few people that people like a whole lot more than him, like Barack Obama and Oprah Winfrey and on and on and on. Yep. Right? They make these points and suddenly Biden goes up, up, up. Well, here's the line in the sand on negatives. The president in the biggest upset in the midterm elections who uh, might have been Clinton, I don't know. His favorable rating was 35%. Right. This is 11 points higher than that. He's not far off from, from 50%, which is unheard of in a midterm. Right, right, right. And so that was the other thing that, 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 that uh, pr- uh, uh, predictors d- didn't quite, quite I, I have get. A- is people said, I'm not voting because of fucking Biden. And I'm not voting because of Trump for that matter. I have a question. Uh, you mentioned that Oprah has been helping the Democrats. Uh, was she actively against Dr. Oz, who yes, she basically she was the platformed one who like, his career? Yeah, exactly. She, she gave him everything. Um, and and you know, um, uh, well, hold on. I I actually I listened to a really in depth uh, podcast uh, talking about Dr. Oz and his career, and apparently. He was one of the most respected uh, surgeons. I don't know if it was brain surgery, but like he was known as being really innovative and like just a really smart, uh, clever person that all the other surgeons wished they were him uh, because like he was just so good. And like all the surgeons uh, at the hospital that he worked at, if you ask them, if you had to go into surgery, who would you want? They would be like, you know, this Oz guy. Uh, no like he was a he was a really really smart person. And what's his motivation for doing? And this then ego? I th- I think he got in. I think he might have uh, he might have met a woman that was into the frou frou uh, medicine stuff, <clears throat> and started and started uh, dabbling in all this like. Uh, vitamin supplement stuff and uh, just got taken away into that world. Well, in a way it's, so, that, it's so much more money. If you're a surgeon and really good at it, what are you making? 600,000 a year? Or? Yeah. And, but his, his claim when he was, when he was uh, putting all of this crap out on Oprah's show and she ate that shit up too. She's guilt. She's guilty of a lot, a lot of, uh, Unvac- stuff. unvaccinated children's deaths in my opinion she was very anti-vax and uh and i didn't know caused that. trouble yes uh but she she platformed uh dr oz among others and his his shtick was always hey i'm uh i'm telling you about the benefits of this uh bark extract that um, that you know makes you makes you thin and, and pretty, and but then like he himself was not 
direct like he himself was not selling that like as soon as he went right. on the program all of the all of this this industry followed him around and were uh and were selling whatever the next thing he said was but right. but there's no way like, he didn't make a whole shitload of money that way somehow like steelhead um, waiting for the uh, female salmon to drop the eggs and feed in them that's such a callback yes uh so one of the, the 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 most amazing uh, poll result that I've seen from this election so far, uh, I got this from uh, Fox News. In Tennessee, they the there was an amend um, an amendment uh, a um, to the constitution a, a, a ballot initiative or something uh, where they were like, okay, guys. Should we prohibit slavery? And they put this up on a, for a referendum, and eighty uh, percent of people said yes, we should prohibit slavery. But uh, three hundred and sixteen thousand nine hundred and seventy-three people voted no. It's like what? 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 What the that- fuck, Tennessee? So what? What do you? What do you mean? It, it was prohibiting slavery, right? Exactly. The what? What's what's reported is prohibit slavery. Uh, as you and I know, there's a lot of forms of slavery that occur in the criminal justice system. That I don't know if that's related to what this was, but as far as I know, the uh, what was on the ballot was prohibit slavery. Well, it it. If it, it, it couldn't have been on the, I, I don't imagine it would be on the ballot if it uh, got in the way of the 13th Amendment to the Constitution. Uh, you can't, a state ballot, I suppose a state ballot, if it gets enough signatures, can talk about turning fucking green and growing fins. You know? So here's, the, here's, here's, a, here's a new story. Uh, Tennessee voters officially ban all forms of slavery in the state. Uh they approved a ballot measure that removes language allowing slavery and involuntary servitude as forms of punishment for the convict those convicted of crimes. So, it does go to criminal justice. Oh my god! Uh, that means that the the penny a day, uh, right? Or the non-payment or the penny a day—that's very expensive. I mean, I'm I'm thrilled to hear it. I, I'm going to have to check it out more closely. Yeah. So I will send you. Uh, well, there's not much in this article. But the the actual uh, so the the measure amended Article One, Section Thirty Three of the Tennessee Constitution, which states slavery and involuntary servitude are forever prohibited in the state, except as punishment for a person who has been duly convicted of a crime. The new amendment removes the language allowing for these punishments. The section will now read: slavery and involuntary servitude are forever prohibited. Nothing in this section shall prohibit an inmate from working. When the when the inmate has been duly convicted of a crime, so uh, you're allowing inmates to work, but you, I guess, are whatever non-slavery means. You have to pay them something, but what that actual boils uh, down uh, to that, is that that loophole is going to be tested. Yeah. So you anyway, it, it was a it was a hell of a, a headline that like Tennessee bans slavery. It's like good job, guys. But. Uh, so tell me about the, some of these other races because you're you're dying to. 
Um, the uh, Arizona governor's race, too early to call, where the one of the biggest, most prominent deniers, uh, Carrie Lake, um, running for governor, uh, when asked whether she would uh, concede the election if she lost, she said repeatedly, I will win the election, and when I win, I will agree that I won. And they're neck and neck with votes to be counted. Um, and she's also in Arizona, another race that yet to be figured as the Secretary of State, where the guy who is running, the denier, said that he thinks that there weren't any votes for Biden in Arizona because he's never talked to anybody right. who ever voted for Biden. And one one might think that he has a fairly close-knit social community. <laughs> yeah. I, I, for the longest time, didn't never met a Trump supporter. Uh, it's like... Oh, God. Well, I have. So, yeah, that's... Uh, You think, like, I guess the writers of the Constitution uh, were just, there was just such a gentleman's agreements, honor culture that it never occurred to them that when they said uh, the requirements for running for office are you have to be this old, uh, back then you have to be, you have to have, uh, have to be this gender and you have to be this color and you have to agree that if the votes go against you that yeah. you lost it's like it, it, that's like saying that's like uh you know having people when they go to play at wimbledon promise that they will respect the score at the end of each match yeah it's like yeah. uh Dude, it goes without saying, right? It but, should but go without saying until you get such saying. children in here. Like everyone's, uh, you're you've been spending enough time on the playground recently. Like you've you've seen children that are like that change the rules when they lose. They're like, yeah, well, actually, we were trying to get the fewest number of those. So I really I won. Uh, it's just so yeah. It's so sad. Yeah, like it 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 makes me. I, I don't know the the you know empathetic liberal in me wants to be like, man, what who hurt you to make you this much of an asshole? Yeah, well, and the the Kevin McCarthy. Here's the thing that that that's worth a little bit of your homework is that the great um, movie, the circus. The great, uh, greatest political show on earth. Not uh, the movie, the TV show that you watch on Showtime. Yeah, it's Showtime. But yeah. uh, anyway, they did an episode on uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. And um, one of her ads shows her with this fucking uh, weapon that, that must be a bazooka. And um, she uses the bazooka and blows up a car that explodes like anything you've ever imagined. Cool, cool. And said, and, and the ad says, it's time to end the Republican reign or something to, to, to that The Democratic reign. She, she has raised in her little 
uh, west, south, uh, northwest Georgia community that's rural. She has raised more money nationally than any other freshman, I think, in the history of the house. And because of that, because she can distribute money, she's able to get her uh, colleagues to, uh, that she can give money to to get the voters who are in their district, but the Trump base right. actively supporting Taylor Green and making them, although they wish they didn't have to, making them support her because their constituents have spoken. They're behind her. Kevin McCarthy recognizes this and is pro uh, has her prominently moved her so that when you see pictures of McCarthy speaking and big na uh, big national moments, Taylor Greene's right behind him. And he realizes that it's money, 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 money. And this uh, this uh, the circus interviews her, and she says that. She says, I I, it's about money. I can raise all sorts of money. And She's they, living and, up to her name. She's bringing the green. That's actually the, the name of the episode. It's Greenland. Hmm. Um, and uh, this, is, this, is, this is now in the chamber that has, what? 150 people who are deniers and now controlled by the Republicans. The fact that they don't have, they didn't win 63 seats and maybe they're going to end up with a majority of you know, six or eight, it doesn't much matter. It's enough for us to be, if anybody cares to watch, which Democrats won't, nothing but impeachment hearings. They may end up with an impeachment hearing that takes all seven resolutions, combines them, and, and they go through all the, the rigmarole and so that Biden's been impeached and they're going to do it at least twice, maybe Fun. even three times, so that Trump is no longer the president who's been impeached more than any other president at two. He's been impeached in the House twice. Well, their goal is to impeach Biden three times so that now he holds the record. It's such a fucking playground bullshit. There's nothing. It's so much money, too. It's so much money. The money that they're getting paid, the money that it takes for the to run the whole shit show is just, it's fucking amazing. It's our taxes. There's nothing about serving the people or nothing. making the yeah, world a better more. place or anything. It's all just this playground bullying. Hey, that, hey like, let, me, let, fuck, me, let, let me ask you this. Republican platform. When you Google the Democratic Party platform, you will see in 2022 what the Democrats adopted as their platform. And it's not like what you would expect the, the Democrats to, to have in their platform. It's huge. Sure. Do the same thing for the Republican Party. 2022 platform and see what it says. 2022 or 2021 Republican Party platform oh, may be the, or, or it, uh, either, either year or both years. We'll try I, both years. I get GOP 
facebook.com slash about our party who we are uh but no let's find their platform well yeah but my my first hit uh was actually relevant uh like about our party except it isn't relevant because all they say is we abolish slavery blah blah republican party uh We've always stood for freedom and prosperity and opportunity today as those principles come under attack from the far left. The principles so the Republican of- Party in 2020, the last time they had a Republican uh, convention for a platform, they adopted no policy platform instead, right. indicated that their platform was they would support Donald Trump. And they have not replaced that since then. So unlike the Democrats, there is no platform. So what do what do the what does the Republican Party stand for? What what is it that they're when you say, hey, we want you to vote for us? Why? What will you do? No, no, so, no. It isn't about what we'll do. It's against the Democrats, and it's about Donald Trump. Justice. So when I searched for Democratic uh, Party platform. Uh, the search result came back with democrats.org slash where we stand slash party platform. And I click on that and there's a problem with their caching server in Madrid <laughs> that makes it so that I can't actually see the contents of the page. <laughs> Democrats shooting themselves in the foot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not that, well, not that they need to advertise to anyone in Spain, but I mean. So I want to I want to switch gears. I want to tell you that sometime it may not be uh, this this evening as we uh, as we're having such fun here. Uh, talk circle back to the Ethan Hawk and uh, okay. uh, another update on how it it actually has uh, changed my life in some very positive ways. But my question for you next, yes, is I understand that you did some homework, which let the record reflect you sometimes do and sometimes don't. And often when you don't, you become churlish. But this time you have. And so let's talk about it. What did you watch that was required viewing? I watched a thing that we talked about. I don't know that you've seen it. You mentioned that it was a thing that you saw advertised. I watched the the Nicolas Cage movie about uh, the overwhelming burden of being talented or whatever it is. Oh, oh shit. Well, uh, I haven't seen it, but I will. So tell me uh, what's your... What's the your unbearable review? weight of massive talent, which what's your What's your think, review? I think we can both, you know, understand where it's coming from. Oh God! Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I, can. I think you probably no. Yeah. So it's uh, uh, it's it's a light-hearted uh, comedy about uh, you know starring himself as himself, where he um, he feels sort of washed up and he's not getting. Uh, He's not getting the roles that he wants. And he, I forget exactly how this happened, but he got sent off to, uh, to an island in Spain um, 
which was to me very obviously not Spain. Uh, it was it was shot in Croatia, uh, but uh, he. So first of all, he's he he's at home in L.A. and he's he's not happy with his career, and uh, it's his daughter's sixteenth birthday, and he barely shows up for his, her sixteenth birthday, and when he does, he you know drinks a bunch of whiskey and sits down at the piano and invents a bullshit drunken song about how much he loves his daughter and just basically embarrasses everyone. Uh, and then he, um, uh, for some reason, I, I, maybe I got up to get a drink or something during that part. He ends up in, in this Island in Spain and, uh, and he, he's, he's there to meet, uh, a, some important person there. And, uh, and it ends up that uh, the, the he he becomes fast friends with this super rich guy and uh, with this huge mansion and stuff in Spain, and uh, and then he gets contacted by the CIA, who tell him that this his his best friend his new his new best friend is actually like a a horrible like arms dealer, and the whole like it's one of these you know the genre of um, not not a spy gets gets inducted to have to do spy things like there's a thousand movies like that yeah 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 um yeah. so it's basically one of those but it's all uh self Is it good it's all self-referential it, it's it's entertaining one uh, to ten one out of ten uh if you want a a, a fun thing to sit down and, and watch it's a it's a six or seven uh uh-huh. it's not if you really like nicholas cage it's not a classic yeah yeah, exactly. It's worth seeing. Uh, I, I looked it up. A uh, it cost uh, thirty million and made twenty nine and a half million. So uh, there you go. Break even. It's almost uh, a wash, but right. But that doesn't count the video sales that are that'll happen later. Right. Exactly. So it um, uh, it it's entertaining. It's got all the all the typical um, right. Uh, it's like it's it's tongue-in-cheek making fun of that kind of movie yeah as yeah. being that kind of movie and like the characters in the movie are writing the kind of movie that they're making yeah right and right, right. it's one of those like um yeah uh wink wink we know how shitty this movie is uh that's why it's funny <laughs> have you have, on the note of uh, of uh, viewing pleasure, have you uh, been able to go any further with the affair? I made it like one other episode, but I have not had a lot of uh, time. And what was the uh, the episode? Uh, I'm still on like episode six or something. It's not. I haven't advanced very far. But but this, he's in the affair. He's they're 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 madly. It, yes, you know, sexually in, involved. Yes, there's it's still a lot of lust stuff on the island. Has he started his book yet? Uh, he tells a lot of people that he has, but uh, I don't know how much actual like pages have been okay. written. Okay, it's it's at that point. All right, um, understand. No spoilers. Then when I was oh. when I was looking up, you mentioned some interviews uh, where you could hear their lovely British accents. And I, uh, I looked up some of those for the show notes for last episode. And, um, and I, I got an interview with, with the both of them. 
and uh, Ruth was saying uh, how uh, how you know that first season I wanted uh, no I thought my character needed to be like she was escaping something but and I was like I'm going to turn this off now because I don't want her to tell me what her, what her character's arc was. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And I might have, in theory, I'm going to have some more free time in this coming week uh, to actually... Why is that? Well, because I'm leaving my family for a week. and yeah, Or have they left you, honestly? I mean, you could... Well, I mean, you know, they've had enough of your location shit. is relative, isn't it? Uh, again, they had enough of your shit again. Yeah, so I am going to London for a week. England. Why? Uh, There's a conference at the end of the week, but I've got some company paying you to go, or you you must be busy. The conference is paying for me to travel uh, and for a little bit of my stay, but then I've got uh, I've got friends to crash with. And you're you're speaking then. I'm, I'm going to speak, uh, for, cool. yeah. So, and then I'm going to, uh, basically work from there, like work in, you know, cyber cafes as it used to be called, uh, which is now like literally yeah. anywhere. Um, Were you able to download more than the first year? Of- I have all of it downloaded. Oh, man. So, uh, that's 62 hours. <laughs> I don't have, I'm not going to spend all, I'm no, not going to, no, 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 no. uh, well, ignore. I remember I had COVID. Yeah. And then my wife had COVID. So I was isolated and then isolated again. So and, I'm going to do my wanderings around, you know, uh, yeah. Covent Garden and Hyde Park. So and I, I've got a, I've got a pleasant uh, upcoming thing that we can talk about uh, next. But it week, means so. that probably next week uh, we're we're not recording. So. Ah, oh well, Sadly. and it is uh, it is what it is. I am on my way. This it uh, is foretold. Friday morning. To uh, shout out to the Muskegon River Inn, in Nuevo. And as you know from prior episodes, of course, one of my favorite watering holes after I fished the Pierre Marquette is the Nuego Brewing Company. Nuego. Nuego. That sounds very the, the Spanish. The river runs through it. Hasta Nuego. It's the Muskegon River. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a bed and breakfast right kitty corner or so from the brewery and a great cafe that's got uh, great beer and great food. And of course, it's all about coffee and different food offerings and then there's a great place that um dispenses clothing and jewelry from artisans and other uh, stakeholders from across the community that's two stories of uh little cubby after little cubby of stuff that people are trying to sell you could spend two hours in there there's a bookstore Right downtown. And anyway, the idea was, well, the bed and breakfast, which is cute and quaint and gorgeous, you know, and just all flowers. My uh, better half, I drop her off downtown. She goes to cafe. I run an hour north, go fishing at the Pierre Marquette for the uh, the, the, the uh, steelhead uh, run is still on. And uh, I show up later. She thinks four, I tell her four, but my plan is more like two thirty-three. But 
I never, you know, you got to hold back, right? You know what I'm saying? And I mean, um, is that to have a couple beers before you meet up with her, or what's that? Is that to have a couple beers before you meet up with her? No, not so much that, but it's better to say a certain time than be early, than to say an earlier time and potentially be late. A fucking man, I love that. That is a thing that uh, it'll be about four o'clock. I'm the only one in my family that does that. For early check-in at not the B and B, and not an Airbnb, which there were many choices, but at the Muskegon River Inn, which is a refurbished brick building on the river that has many uh, restored rooms. They all look quite spacious and all, you know, sandblasted brick walls and and new you know, bathrooms and beautiful uh, oak floors and, and whatnot. We've rented a room there. And when I return from fishing, we'll spend the night, go to the brewery, eat, etc. And then north we're going, and I've dropped the, the hint on this so it's very clear. Whenever we leave, I'm in no hurry. If checkout's at 11, we don't leave till 11 because we're going to love our room. And uh-huh. at some point, an hour and a half later, is the Betsy River, which is... Equally famous, no, not equal, almost as famous as the Pierre Marquette, which I haven't fished in in years and years and years because it's another uh, 45 minutes from the Pierre Marquette. It's like, well, I'm already driving two and a half hours there and then two and a half hours back. So I'm going to the Betsy. And then from there, we don't know where we're going. We're going to stay somewhere, but we don't know where yet. And it's an adventure. So it's uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be great fun, and I'm I'm working a job now a, a construction job restoring a woman's uh, rotted windows uh, that will completely pay for the trip, and so it's Sweet. it's great to be able to do the quid pro quo thing, right? I do the job, we got the money, give me cash, we go, we spend the money. <laughs> what could that's be what, better? That's man? what money's for, man. What could be better? You got to do the work, and then you and then you spend it, man. That's what it's for. We uh, hopefully, when I return from London, uh, we'll have fucking sofas because we still remain sofaless. Well, I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you, uh, and that'll be a you know, it continues to be a fascinating uh, story, ongoing story about your furniture. I love it. I can't wait. I'll be there someday. I'll be hey. there. We did get the TV fixed. Remember last? Oh, I saw uh, the picture. Oh I my sent God, you, you got to post that. I sent you a That's photo crazy. of they. So these these two guys come and they come with this uh, with this special little uh, stand that folds out. That's exactly made for putting a TV on. And they unhook the TV off the wall and they lay it down on there and. Damn, if it isn't like the perfect size for like a dining room table. And uh, it occurred to me, what a crazy ass dining room table it would be to have a TV face up with like a, 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 a more sturdy glass on it that you could just like change the color of your table at any time. Could you watch it? Well, you not really watch it. Hey, how about flames? Or... Or you could program, you know, whatever, you know, the whatever, whoever's <laughs> place was each idea. was each place. Uh, like they already, have, they already have, they already have. I've seen some 
fancy restaurants where they have projectors above where you sit and they do little animations. So it looks like there's a little dude running around your plate and then he like oh jumps into the mashed God. potatoes or whatever. 3D? It's not 3D. It's projected from above, but like it's yeah. on your bowl and, and it looks like the guy jumps into your potatoes or whatever. That's uh, funny. But to have... Hey man, get the fuck out of my potatoes, man. It's like... Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, so anyway, they they took it down and they took the whole fucking back off and they uh, replaced a circuit board and another thing that was the receiver for the Bluetooth and uh, and the infrared. They replaced both of those. And then it took them a really long time to get the damn thing back on the wall. First of all, uh, the cord to plug in. So I think I mentioned before, uh, modern Samsung TVs. Now, uh, the actual, like, it's like a, it's like a, an old PC computer. The actual brains of the, of the TV are in a box that are not part of the screen. And so you can hang the screen on your wall. And then there's just a single cable going down to the box where you plug in all your HDMI crap. Um, and, but the cable to plug in a TV, like, they couldn't just hold it up and and plug it in. Like they had to actually get the damn thing back on the wall just to test if their circuit board worked. Uh, anyway, it was it was a big hassle, and it's fixed. And the long and the short of it is that it's that it's fixed. They left it slightly crooked, but I was able to figure out with my uh, crazy handyman skills how to uh, straighten it. Well, a, a, a great a great story to end our evening. It's been uh, wonderful. Tell me uh, what we have in store. We're going to go uh, two weeks from now. Yes, I believe so. So uh, we're going to skip next week, and then I'll be back uh, with stories from uh, from London, ye, England, ye oldie uh, London town. And I will have stories from the uh, PM and. Uh, and uh, also, let's put on the uh, agenda the uh, the Ethan Hawke uh, follow up. Um, uh, wonderful stuff. You don't have time to run in, run into that right now. You gotta well, go. Well, let me just say this. Let me just say just this. Organize your thoughts. When what Ethan Hawke says. When you cut right down to it and say, "All right, so I got all this. I understand all this. I believe all this." So. What is it? What's the, what's the, what am I supposed to do? What do you want? What, tell me, what should I do? And the answer is it, twofold. One is open yourself up for whatever comes your way. Right. And if you want stuff to happen that comes your way, you got to welcome it. You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to change your narrative. You can't be, oh, no, you know, this is hard or COVID is ruined or negative this or blame this or blame that. You've got to say, this is what I want to have happen. Because what he basically says is, look, magic is simple. You just imagine what you want and then you make it happen. That magic is creativity. And so I'm I'm going to, we'll save this for another time, but I want to run through how that mindset has changed directions in my life in, in some ways that you, you, you might not even be able to imagine. Wow. Yeah. What a cliffhanger. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, tune in next time. I know, I know. Uh, I know. As they say in Britain, a fortnight from now. Okay, that's it for episode number 166. Wow, what a lot of politics. You can find the show notes, including some of the links to some of these things that we talked about, at happyhour.fm slash 166. You can help support the show at patreon.com slash happyhour. Give it the Gene Martini's level. You can actually watch videos of us doing this nonsense. See you in two weeks.